everybody and welcome back to a new episode of Let's Get Into It. Today we have a little bit of a random episode. I'm going to be talking about a few of my favourite things. I'm going to be talking about like favourite foods, favourite films, favourite books of course, as well as a few of just my general current favourites. I know this is probably a bit of a random episode, especially compared to last week, but I kind of just thought it can maybe serve as like a little get to know me type thing, you know? But first, I'm of course going to do my little weekly roundup, my what this week, starting with what I've been reading. So I mentioned in last week's episode that I was reading Powerless by Lauren Roberts, which is like a romanticy book that has been blowing up on BookTok and BookTube, Bookstagram, everything like that. It has really been getting popular. So I've read that and I have finished it now and I really, really loved it. I don't know if it's quite a five star. I think the second book will be a five star for me, but that doesn't come out till like next summer. But I really, really did love it. It was very close to a five stars. It was like a romanticy, but there wasn't really a lot of romance in it, to be honest. Like they barely even like kissed. But I did still absolutely love it. It kind of gave like Hunger Games vibes in the sense that they have like trials and things like that. Yeah, I've really, really enjoyed it. I'm in my fantasy era recently. I just love a good romantic book. I feel like the world building and everything in fantasy books is just next level. Like, I just love being able to escape into a fantasy book. Then what I've been watching, I actually don't think I've started any new series or anything like that. I did go and see the new Hunger Games film, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes in the cinemas. And I really, really liked that. I will say I didn't like it as much as the original Hunger Games, but I don't think I was really expecting it to. However, I did really, really like it still. And now my entire for you page on TikTok is President Snow Thirst Traps, which I don't know how I feel about because I actually don't find him attractive. Like just objectively, he's just not my type. I just, it's not someone that I would generally go for. However, the TikTok algorithm is forcing me to thirst over this man. And I'm buying into it. I keep on sending the TikTok, so I keep getting more. But I am, like, kind of falling for him. I really am. I keep having to remind myself that he killed Finnick and the man is a literal psycho. But there's something about a buzz cut and an oversized t-shirt and necklaces that's going to do it for me every time. And I know a lot of the girlies are feeling the same way. <laughs> but I did really enjoy it. I thought that was so good. And it gave me such a sense of nostalgia of like going to see the other Hunger Games films like because I went to go and see every single one in the cinemas with all of my friends so going to see this one was just like very nostalgic and I loved it. I think that's about it that's all I've been watching. Yesterday I did watch Home Alone and I've also watched The Holiday because I'm fully getting into the Christmas spirit now. I think when this episode goes up it will literally be a few days from the 1st of December so I feel like it is acceptable to be in the Christmas mood now. Then what I've been listening to, I don't actually think I've been listening to anything in particular. I did listen to an audiobook actually. I listened to Don't Let Us Stay. I don't know what the author's name is. That's quite bad of me. But it was like a thriller. It was okay. I enjoyed it. It was like a an average, like probably three stars. Like I enjoyed it, but it didn't really catch me off guard. I did feel like it's kind of predictable, but I did still enjoy it. I do love listening to thrillers on audiobooks. I feel like there's just something about it that makes it so much easier to listen to them than, say, like a romance book or anything like that. And then what I've been doing, so me and my family actually went for a little, like, cosy weekend away. We went to, like, a little lodge cabin type thingy 
just outside of York, so still kind of near-ish to where I live, but just obviously in a bigger city. We went there on the Friday. Today's a Monday. I've literally just got home, actually. But yeah, we went there Friday to Monday. I went with like me, my boyfriend, my mum, dad, both my brothers and my brother's girlfriend. And then we also took the dogs with us as well. It was Willow, who is my little puppy. It was her first staycation, like her first holiday, if you will. We have took Libby away with us a few times before. So she has been like obviously away and things, but it was Willow's first one. And it was also Willow's like one year of having her. Like Willow's got your day whilst we were away too. So we have officially had Willow for over a year now, which is insane to think about. It feels like forever, but at the same time, it feels like we haven't had her that long. Because I just can't imagine my life without her. She is just a little angel. Well, she's not. She is an annoying little Labrador pup. <laughs> so she is constantly eating. She is constantly being annoying. But still, she is cute. She's my little angel. But yeah, anyways, so we went away and obviously we took the dogs with us and it was just really nice, really cosy, cute, wholesome vibes. It was just a very chilled weekend, to be honest. And then we went to the Christmas markets yesterday, just in York. And that was really nice too. I do love going to the Christmas markets, just purely for the vibes, because they are kind of quite shit really, aren't they? Like all of the stalls are very samey. They are so expensive. And I feel like people rarely buy anything from the actual stalls. But I just love all of the food and I love the vibes and I love the Christmas lights. I feel like it's just like a rite of passage. You have to go every year, even though they are kind of shit. But that is like my little roundup. That is what I've been doing. Now, let's just talk about a few of my favourites. Let's get into it. Also, quick disclaimer, I am actually sat downstairs. Normally, I film my episodes in my room and I feel like it's kind of like more soundproof, so to speak. But I'm sat downstairs today and I'm sat with the dog. So I do apologise for any like background noise or anything like that. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, let's get into some of my favourites. I'm going to start with some classics favorite should we do favorite tv shows and things first and then move on to food and things yeah we'll start with favorite tv shows i oh, i knew i was going to be quite bad at this because i feel like i will say something's my favorite but then i'll also have another like five so like which one is truly my favorite we will never know but we're gonna go like general faves and then if i have a current fave, i'll mention that also but general favorite tv shows right off the bat i would say like friends of course i feel like it's just such a classic there is rarely a day that goes by that I don't have friends on in the background at some point. I just love it. It is so cosy, so comforting to me. Same with Gilmore Girls. They are like two all-time favourites that I could just put on any time, any season, any episode. Love it. I've rewatched them multiple times and I will continue to rewatch them until the end of my days probably. Just absolutely love them. I would say they are two like shows that I know I can always rewatch and always go to. If I just want something in the background or if I do want a complete rewatch, I can do either for those. And then for more like drama, well not really drama, but other like general favourite TV shows, I'll probably say Gossip Girl. Love Gossip Girl so much. That is another one that I feel like I can rewatch, but I would have to rewatch the whole of Gossip Girl. I wouldn't just be able to watch an odd episode. I really can't think now. Teen Wolf used to be an old favourite. Like I used to love Teen Wolf and Pretty Little Liars. They were like my OG back in the day favourite TV shows. Same with Supernatural, but I have actually re-watched that, like I'm re-watching it at the moment and I'm loving that as well. I'm remembering like why I liked it so much, which is exciting, that's cute. I'm trying to think what other ones I have. Oh, I don't know if this would count as like a favourite, but one that I do really, really love is Line of Duty. A British classic, like I just absolutely love it. I've re-watched that a few times and I literally am on the edge of my seat waiting for the new season. 
I think I would say I'm more of I'm a more of a series or a movie person. I don't know. I would say my favourite movies, I love them like with every fibre of my being, where like my favourite TV shows, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, they're my favourite TV show. But I feel like my favourite movies, I could watch them more often. Could I? I don't know, maybe. So some of my favourite movies, I am a rom-com girl, like I love a chick flick. So I would say top favourite films, About Time, love that, I could watch that over and over and over again. That film broke me, the first time that I watched that I thought it was just going to be like a little chick flick. It is in fact not, well it is, but it's like so much deeper than that. And I feel like when you describe the film to anybody, if I'm like, oh yeah, it's about this man and he can, like the men in his family can time travel and it's about his family and meeting his wife, it sounds shit. It sounds so bad, but it's so much more than that, but it is so good. I literally love that film so much. I could watch that every single day and not get bored of it. Another one, an absolute classic, is 13 Going on 30. I love that film so much. It is very comforting to me. I've watched that through like pretty much every phase of my life and I just love it to bits. And then another one is 10 Things I Hate About You. I would say this is my favourite, like, is that a chick flick, a rom-com? I don't really know. That is my favourite if I had to pick a rom-com because I wouldn't count about time as a rom-com I don't think but yeah 10 things I hate about you my obsession with that started in like secondary school maybe like year eight year nine and it's just lasted since then I absolutely love it the casting and everything is just perfect and then another fave is Harry Potter but more specifically Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban there is something about that film in particular that I just absolutely love like the setting, the gloomy, cosy autumn vibes, Sirius Black, like everything about that to me is perfect. I will watch that film over and over again. If I'm ever in the mood for like, if it's raining outside, to be honest, I might watch it this afternoon. Like it's raining outside, it's gloomy, it's very grey. I don't have any plans. Me and the dogs are just going to curl up on city. Prisoner of Azkaban is my go-to film to do that with. I just love it. The vibes of that film are immaculate. Then, favourite singers. I feel like no one is going to be surprised, but like all-time favourite singers, I would say, obviously Taylor Swift, obviously One Direction, obviously Harry Styles. No one is surprised by these options, but I also love, 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 I used to love old-school Drake. I'm not a big fan of Drake's, like, newer stuff, but his old albums hit every single time literally love them even like not his old old ones just up until like a few years ago love them and then I also used to really love SZA I don't listen to her as much actually but she was like a top fave at one point oh my god I used to love like Bryson Tiller I will say I used to be more of like an R&B girly than I am now I still do love like I feel like R&B is such a broad term to kind of like say but I feel like I 100% used to be like rap R&B like grime even yeah even grime like that used to be my bag. I used to love that type of music. But now I feel like I'm not even in my sad girl era, but I just prefer sad songs, which I don't know if something to like shout about, but I just really do. I'm trying to think who else. Obviously, I love No Khan too. He is more of like a recent fave, I would say, within like the last year or so. Maybe a little bit longer, actually. I can't really remember, but definitely not like an old school long-term fave like Taylor Swift and One Direction. I literally, not to be that person that says that they were there like back in the day, but I remember watching One Direction on X Factor. Like, I remember seeing their singular, like, individual auditions. And then, obviously, they were put together as a band. I remember watching that. It is just crazy to think... Well, obviously, they aren't together now. But it's crazy to think, like, 
I have quite literally been there throughout their whole career. I honestly love them. I'll be a One Direction girly till I die. And I do not care who knows it. I do not care what people say. Every single year since they have been a band or since Spotify Wrapped has been a thing, I don't know which one was first, they have been like in my top five artists and they haven't even been together for like, what, five years? I have no shame. I absolutely love them. <sighs> I really am like holding out hope that they're going to get back together one day. I don't know when it'll happen or if it'll happen. But I'm like convinced that it will at some point. And I will sell my family. I will sell my firstborn. I will sell every single one of my possessions for tickets to that tour. Like I need to go. It is not an option. But yeah, I was such a One Direction girly. Like my first Twitter account and everything was a One Direction Sun account. My first proper concert was a One Direction concert. Like I remember watching the video diaries and everything. Like just fully seeing them grow up. It's insane to me. I was always a Harry girl. I, well, I was like a Harry and a Zayn girl, but more so a Harry girl, like, from back in the day. I was a Zayn girl, like, when they were, like, younger, but Harry has always been my ride or die. I did kind of switch to being a Niall girl for a little bit, though. Well, then I kind of had a Louis girl phase. Not gonna lie, the only one that I've never really been is a Liam girl, sorry to say it. But I would say definitely more of a Harry girl, like, through and through, in my veins. I am a Harry girl. But now I do love Nile and Zayn too, so... Anyway, this is not turning into a One Direction episode. But yeah, then obviously Taylor Swift. I don't actually know what my favourite Taylor Swift era is. I feel like it changes all of the time. And then when every, like, re-recording comes out, I'm like, oh, I love this album. This is one of my favourites. But I say that for every single one. I will say I feel like at my core, I am a folklore and evermore girly. Purely because I am a sad song girl. Like, I love to cry to songs in the car. I'm a sad song girly through and through. Like, you give me a song that I can scream and cry my heart out to over a song that I can shit my ass to any day. <laughs> Although it does kind of vary on the mood, but I would say that is more of a constant. I prefer to listen to sad songs. I will say for context, I feel like I am a, this is me trying, Mirrorball, The Archer, Mighty as Ricochet kind of girl. So I feel like obviously Folklore and Evermore are my top two. However, recently I will say I never used to be a Reputation girl. I had like favourites from the Reputation album, obviously. But I never really was like a rep girly until recently. I would say like this summer is when I became a Reputation girl. And I'm going to put this down too. Okay, so when I read Akatar, the Akatar series, I came across a playlist which was called Akamaf as told by Taylor Swift. And it was basically Taylor Swift songs that someone had put together that they thought basically told the story of Akamath or like related to Akamath in some way. And a lot of those songs were from Reputation. And I am honestly saying that that is what made me into a Reputation girl. Well, I'm not really a Reputation girl, but that is what made me love Reputation more. Should we go through my favourite songs from each album? Or is that a little bit excessive? Let's do it. What have we got to lose? Sorry guys, if you don't like her, this is going to be a little bit... Not awkward, but probably a little bit boring for you. There are obviously some albums that I have way more favourites for. So, we're going to start with Debut, the Taylor Swift album. Favourites of that would be Tim McGraw. Is Picture to Burn a favourite? I think so. And then Mary's Song. Are they my three favourites? I think I would say they're my three favourites. So, Tim McGraw, Picture to Burn. Teardrops on My Guitar is up there too. And Mary's Song. I do love our song as well, but I wouldn't say it's like an all-time fave. Then going on to Fearless, my top songs of this are Fearless, Hey Steven, You're Not Sorry, Love You're Not Sorry so much, and 
either white horse or the way I loved you I think but it does kind of vary I suppose like I will hyperfixate on one particular Taylor Swift song like every few weeks at the minute it is obviously is it over now from the 1989 vault tracks but it will change in a few weeks and I will go back and hyperfixate off one from a different album like it changes all the time but these are just like all-time favorites I would say if you held a gun against my head and said to me pick your favorites from each album this is probably what I would say Anyway, going on to speak now, I would say Dear John, all-time favourite off this album. Like, absolute favourite. But if we're going to pick a few, Dear John, Mean, Last Kiss and Long Live, I think. I think they would be my favourites. I do love Back to December and Enchanted and Haunted and Better Than Revenge. But I think, okay, there's actually quite a lot on this album. (laughs) Then if we're going on to Red, I'm not including Vault Tracks on here, by the way. I'm just doing like OG original tracklist albums but yeah going on to red all too well oh no wait but that means i can't include all too well 10 minute version okay we'll put all too well on here and come back be here and begin again i actually thought that had favorites like more favorites off off this album but obviously not but all too well 10 minute version would knock any of those songs out of the park like all too well 10 minute version is in my top favorite tales of songs ever Oh yeah, actually, okay. So Better Man, I'm I'm going into Vault Tracks here. I know I just said that, I wasn't going to. Better Man and I Bet You Think About Me are two favourites off this album also. But All Too Well 10 Minute Version eats every single one of those up. Like, I would listen to that any day of the week over the rest of them. Then if we're going into 1989, again, I'm not going to include the Vault Tracks in this because like I said, my current hyperfixation is, is it over now? I will say that I think that 1989 is the album that I have the most favourites of, I think. And I never really thought that was a 1989 girly until the re-recording. And then I was like, hang on a second. I'm literally excited for every single one of these songs. Like, I am waiting for every single one. But top favourites, You Are In Love and Clean. I would say they are like top, top two of this album. I just love them so much. But then if we're going like down a little bit into some of the ones, of course, style and out of the woods, of course. And then I do also actually really like Welcome to New York and Wonderland. I, I Maybe this album is my favourite because let's be honest, it's about Harry Styles. I'm a Harry girl. When they crossed over, my world changed forever. Then going into Reputation, I don't have tons of favourites off Reputation to be honest. Actually, no, I do have a few. So I would say New Year's Day, Dress, King of My Heart, Getaway Car, then Lover, of course, The Archer. I did say that. The Archer is my favourite off this album, I think. Or maybe Cornelia Street. Oh, no, actually, that I feel like I forget how many I have off each album until I look up the track list. And I'm like, oh, actually, wait, that's a favourite, that's a favourite, that's a favourite. Okay, actually, yeah. I would say Afterglow, Death by a Thousand Cuts and Cornelia Street, but the live versions, because the live versions of them two are so much better than the album version, I'm sorry. Cornelia Street, I think it's live in Paris, is life-altering. It is so good. But then, yeah, The Archer and Lover and Cruel Summer, they're favourites. But top two, Cornelia Street and The Archer. Let's go with those. Then Folklore, I hope you are ready for a lot. I have so many of Folklore that are my favourites. And I'm just reading it in order of how they appear on the album. So I do apologise. Cardigan, Mightiest Ricochet, Mirrorball, August, This Is Me Trying, Illicit Affairs. I would say they are probably my favourites. However, it does kind of change. Like 
this whole album is my favourite album, I would say. So there are obviously so many on here, like The Last Great American Dynasty and The One. And actually, I've got a recent appreciation again for Seven as well. Somebody said to me that if you imagine Seven as Lillian Law from the Addicted series, and that changed everything for me. Like now it is an all-time, is it an all-time fave? It is a favourite. This is really hard. I actually also have an August tattoo. I have um, For the Hope of It All on the back of my arm because I'm a basic bitch, but I love it. Then Evermore. Oh, this is hard. I would say Tolerate It. Oh, I forgot to say I am a Tolerated Girl. Like, I'm a Tolerated Girl. If you cut me open, I'll bleed that song. Love it. So, favourites off this album are Tolerate It, Champagne Problems, but I do also love Willow and... Ivy and Cowboy Like Me and Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, if I want to cry, just hits the spot. Then Midnight's. I, when Midnight's came out, I am ashamed to say I was a Midnight's hater. I remember it dropping when I was in Paris. Like I was sat at the airport waiting to go to Paris for the first time when I listened to it. And I just don't know if I wasn't in the right environment. I wasn't in the correct headspace. But I was like, I don't love it. Because I love sad songs. I was like, the sad songs on here aren't really hitting. Like, it's not that sad. And as, like, a folklore and ever more girly, Midnight's was not the same. But now I have such an appreciation for Midnight's. Like, I love Midnight's. Especially the... Well, I don't think they're, like, bonus tracks. But on the, like, bonus edition or whatever, those tracks are so, so good. So, favourites off Midnight's are Would've, Could've, Should've, You're On Your Own Kid, Mastermind, and Maroon. They are top favourites on that album. Literally love. That is my favourite Taylor Swift songs from each album. But like I said, I probably would say I am a folklore and evermore girl. But more recently, I've became a reputation and Midnight's girl. If I had to rank Harry's albums, it would be HS1. Like self-titled would be my top, top, top. That is his best album in my opinion. And I just absolutely love it. Then I would say Fine Line. And then I would say Harry's House at the bottom don't kill me like I obviously have favorites from each album but that is just how I would rank them I apologize if you are not like me you're not a child of divorce and you don't love Harry and Taylor because I've just talked about them for probably too long let's go on to books <sighs> I find this really hard because I have so many favorite books but I will say it's hard to say like my favorites because obviously my favorites are if you ask me my favorite books right now which is what we are obviously talking about. They are all books that I have read this year. Whether that's because they are like fresher in my memory, because I feel more emotionally attached to them, I don't know. But all of my favourite books I've read this year, and they are all part of series. But I would say right off the bat, I'm sure you can probably guess what they are. But it would be the Addicted series, the Akita series, and the Magnolia Parks universe series. I will just die for those books I will die for those characters there's nothing like reading a good book anyways like that gets you attached to the characters that you like want to be involved in that world so badly but then also when it's part of a series it just hits so much different like the addicted series we literally have 10 books of them 10 books of my favorite characters following their lives oh my god it's just amazing but yeah I would say they are like top three so if you don't know I'll quickly do like a little brief thingy on them all the Addicted series basically follows three sisters. We have Lily, Daisy and Rose. It follows those three, but we do kind of have like the Addicted Calloway Sisters series. I'm going to class them as like one big series rather than the Addicted series and then the Calloway Sisters series. But we follow those three sisters. The Addicted books centre around Lily, 
and her like partner friend Law. Law is an alcoholic and Lily is a sex addict. So it centers around them and then that is how it brings in her two sisters, Daisy and Rose as well. They get their own kind of like, they are technically spin-off books, but I would not call them like spin-offs at all. But then we also get their books with their partners and their love interests and their plots as well. And I read this at the beginning of the year and I remember going into it, I was like, oh, 10 books, like I'm not going to read 10 books, I'm not going to like it. I flew through them because I just could not get enough. Afterwards was when I started the Akatar series and the first book I loved, like at the time I remember reading the first book and it was the first fantasy book that I had read in quite a long time. And I remember reading it and just getting so sucked into the world and loving it. But then when I think back on it now, I'm like, Dave, you had no idea what was to come. Like, you had no idea. Because they just get even better from the first book. I would say my favourite of the whole series is Akamath. I just loved that book. That book literally rocked my world. The couple in that book, oh my god, love them so much. They're just insane like the emotional attachment that I have to those characters is insane and then the most recent one is the Magnolia Parks universe I remember reading the first book and obviously people had talked about how much they loved it and how good they were and blah 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 I just could not get on board really with the first book like I still enjoyed it and I liked it but I have never really been one for like toxic relationships and they were just oh my god they were so toxic like basically Magnolia Parks is like a British London socialite version of Gossip Girl. Like BJ and Magnolia are kind of like the London version of Chuck and Blair. Like it is so toxic and so back and forth. So the first book I really didn't love. But then when I read Daisy Hates I did like it more. But it's when you read the second books, like the second Magnolia Parks book and the second Daisy Hates book. So books three and four in the Magnolia Parks universe that really sold them to me and I was just like oh my god I need these etched in my brain I just could talk about them all day long I cannot wait for the next one to come out that one comes out in February I'm pretty sure and I would literally like sell my soul for an arc I don't know how I would quite get one but I need it I feel like I can't think of any other favorite books that aren't those three series like if you ever ask me for a favorite book I will always 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 say those always which is probably annoying because I should kind of give more standalone book recommendations, but those three just take up so much of like my brain and my heart that I can't think of any others outside of them three. Like I said, I do love a series. Like I feel like you get so much more attached to the characters and the storyline and the plots and everything than a standalone book. Okay, that's enough book talk for now. Moving on to like food, drinks, things like that. I don't really know. Favourite drinks? I'm very, very boring and I don't really drink a lot of like, I never know what to call them, fizzy drinks, pop, soda if we are American. Do not gravitate towards them at all. I will only have them really if I like go out for my tea or lunch or something or if I'm like on holiday and it's like a hot summer's day and I just want to crack open a can of Diet Coke. Like Diet Coke is my preferred fizzy drink. If it's not Diet Coke, I don't really want it. Like, nothing else appeals to me in the way that a crispy, cold can of Diet Coke does. That is basically the only one that I'll really drink. I am more of, like, a water kind of gal, which is very boring. But I love a glass of cold water with lemon in. Oh, my God, like, sliced fresh lemon and a few little ice cubes. Love it. But then I am, above all, a cup of tea girl. I love a cup of tea. I'll quite happily live off literally just cups of tea. 
and water for the rest of my life. Don't have sugar in my tea anymore actually. I used to have like just one sugar in my cup of tea, but I now no longer do just the tea and I am vegan obviously so I have like soy milk. I'm not really picky. I will have soy milk, oat milk or almond milk, not bothered. But if I do go for like a coffee out, if I'm grabbing myself a coffee, if I'm going for like a breakfast date, I will always, always, always get a chai latte. I do like to make a chai latte at home occasionally, but I do feel like it's easier just to have a cup of tea if I'm at home, but I wouldn't go out and buy a cup of tea. I would always go and buy a chai latte. Chai latte with almond milk and extra cinnamon if they do it. And then I will sometimes get a dirty chai, which is like a... It basically is just like a shot of coffee or whatever added in. But I'm not too bothered. I will have a, a dirty chai. It sounds so weird saying it. I'll have like a dirty chai or just a normal chai. Not fussy. But I will love a chai latte. Like I could drink a chai latte forever. Like that could be my only drink of choice. If I had to choose one, it would be a chai latte. I love them. And I do prefer a chai latte with almond milk. But again, I will have soy milk or oat milk. I'm not really too fussy to be honest when it comes to like dairy-free vegan milk alternatives I'll have any favorite foods now let's talk about that this is really hard for me because I'm such a foodie like I love my food I don't know if like if we're just gonna go in general breakfast lunch or dinner I would say breakfast dinner and tea but I think that's like a northern thing so just to kind of appeal to the masses we're gonna say breakfast lunch and dinner if I had to choose from those three categories I don't know In general, day-to-day life, I would say I prefer dinner or my tea, like my evening meal, because that is normally the one that is like the nicest day-to-day, because normally I don't eat breakfast if I'm like at work, if I'm in a rush, I will just have like fruit. And then again, if I'm at work, my lunch or my dinner or my dinner break at work is normally something quick and not that great, so... I would say like my my tea, my evening meal is the one that I look forward to the most, most of the time. But if it's like a weekend, I love going for breakfast. Like breakfast food is one of my favourites, I think. I don't know what it is, but even still, like my breakfast food is not necessarily a breakfast food. It is my go-to breakfast food if I went out for breakfast. Oh my God, how many times have I just said breakfast? (laughs) But if I'm going out for brunch or something, my go-to is probably avocado toast. I love an avocado toast, but that is not really like specific to morning time. I could eat that literally any time of the day, but I do love it. I do love a breakfast food. But as for like actual favourite meals, I find it really hard because I am like, like I said, such a foodie. I have so many different snacks and different meals. It kind of really depends on like what mood I'm in, which is really not helpful at all. But like, I love, I do love Italian food. I feel like you can do no wrong with Italian food. It never fails me. Like if I'm ever stuck on what to make or I don't know what to eat or if you're trying to find a restaurant, I feel like you can't go wrong with a pizza or a pasta. I just love them. And maybe that's boring, but I don't care. I also do love sushi. I crave sushi literally all of the time. But I've actually figured out that I don't think it's like sushi, so to speak, that I crave. I think it's a soy sauce, which I don't know if it's weird or not, but I like love a salty food. I think I'm more of a savoury, over sweet kind of gal, or at least recently. I would say I used to be a sweet girl, but now I am a savoury girl. Like I love salty food. So I think when I crave sushi, because like I said, I am vegan, I am kind of boring with my sushi choice. And it is normally just like cucumber maki or avocado maki, something like that. Or like the 
tofu pockets I can't think what they're called so my sushi choice is kind of boring but I think it is like the dipping in the soy sauce that really makes it for me oh my god even thinking about it now I could just eat it so bad but I do also love a katsu curry there is a like sushi or like a Japanese restaurant near me that does an unreal tofu katsu curry it's so good so I do love that as well but then I also love Thai food but I can't make Thai food at home like I, it just does not hit the same I do think that like I would say pasta and pizza are so much easier to replicate at home like I could easily whip up a nice pizza or whip up a nice pasta I could make you 10 different nice pasta dishes but if you ask me to make well not even like an authentic but if you ask me to make a nice and kind of authentic Indian or Chinese food I would not know how to do it at all and also I just don't think they taste the same like if you try and make a homemade Chinese takeaway or homemade Chinese food it never hits the same as going to an actual Chinese restaurant same with Indian and like Thai and Japanese like all of that kind of cuisine just is so much better when it's at a restaurant than trying to make it yourself no matter what you do it will never hit the same and I really wish it did I really wish I knew how to cook that kind of cuisine that kind of food better than I do because oh god it would just be incredible but yeah I do love Thai food actually I love a tofu panang curry oh my god so good and what else do I like I'm really struggling now I would say my go-to meals I'm actually really really bad like I'm such a creature of habit I make the same meals constantly so my two current go-to favorite meals are a red pesto pasta but like a creamy red pesto pasta obviously use vegan red pesto and mix in a little bit of vegan cream with veg specifically with rigatoni pasta delicious like so yum and then my other current fave is like a fajita rice type thing so it's basically just like rice cooked in a fajita seasoning with loads of veg like that is it that is so boring but it is delicious and I love it before I was vegan I did used to add halloumi into that and that is so good. I will say we're not even having a topic about veganism but the one thing that I miss from being vegan is cheese. I do not miss meat at all. So I'll let the back sorry <laughs> so we're just touching on so many topics here. I've been vegetarian probably since I was like 10 or 11. I have had a few little breaks in between but barely. Like there were tiny teeny little breaks and I wish that I never even like tried to take them. I would say I've been vegetarian probably since I was like yeah 11 I would say so quite a long time and then I originally went vegan when I was about 16 15 16 but then there was not a lot at all like not a lot of options not a lot of dairy-free vegan alternatives and I lost a hell of a lot of weight and obviously I was like very young so I did go back to being vegetarian and then a few years ago maybe when I was like 18 I want to say so yeah about five years ago was when I went vegan again maybe like 18 19 and yeah it has stuck I haven't ate meat though probably in I don't know I don't know how long I haven't ate meat in but a very very long time I do not miss meat at all and this is not me trying to like <laughs> push veganism onto you we're just having a little discussion about food so it naturally came up but I don't miss meat in the slightest but I do miss cheese I will say that but vegan cheese does not hit the same at all. I've not found a vegan cheese that I've liked ever. I would much rather just not have it on at all. Like if I make pasta, I will just not add cheese because vegan cheese 
to be quite honest, is disgusting. I don't know if it is better in, like, America or even, like, bigger cities. You will probably have a lot more options. But where I live, we do not have a lot of vegan options as a whole. Never mind vegan cheese. I actually think where I live limits my, like, food choices quite a lot. Even, like, with what I was saying earlier about, like, more Asian cuisine, barely any restaurants near where I live in my in my area like at all we have one Japanese restaurant in the whole of my area pretty much within like 25 minutes there is one there are like a few Thai restaurants and obviously like Indian takeaways and Chinese takeaways but that is it like I don't even know of any other cuisines that are in this area which is disappointing I feel like living in a big city would be so much better for that anyways we have gone on tangents here I don't know how That was basically such a long-winded way of saying that I don't know what my favourite food is. Like, literally do not know. Trying to think of what are some of my current favourites, because I feel like this might have been a very underwhelming episode. Current favourite... Oh, actually, no, we're going to talk about content creators. Favourite content creators. So if we're talking about not books, we're going to do general first. Paige Sikorsky on YouTube, love her. I will say people that I follow on like YouTube generally are the people that I watch no sorry generally are then the people that I follow on Instagram and TikTok or like vice versa if I follow somebody on TikTok and they have like a YouTube most of the time I do kind of like cross platform if you will anyway let me have a look I love Keaton Milburn I actually used to really really love her video she doesn't really post as much anymore or she didn't but she has recently started posting more Moya Mawinney, love her, and Nina Florence. Them two give me very similar vibes. Same kind of vibes as Paige as well. I don't know why, I don't know what it is. Like, Moya is Irish, Nina is English, and Paige is American. But for some reason, they kind of, their videos give, like, the same aesthetic, the same vibes, and I just love them. They are, like, probably my top three non-book content creators, I do also love, she's called Emma XO Louise on YouTube, love her videos too, and also Meg Hughes. They all make very similar type of content, like those aesthetic, kind of cosy vlogs, just love them. Then if we are talking about bookish content creators, I love Steph, I never know how to say her last name and that's probably really bad. Is it just like Bora? Bora? Steph, you will all know who she is. Destiny Sidwell, again, I imagine you will all know who she is, I love her, Sarah Caroli, love them so much, the book girlies, Rachel Catherine as well, and also Alexa Frey. They're my favourite booktubers and favourite content creators as a whole. Like I said, if I follow them on YouTube, I will follow them on Instagram too, and TikTok. The only one that I prefer on TikTok actually, because she doesn't really post as much on YouTube. She is called Ablin. I think her TikTok handle is ASAP Abes. And on YouTube, I think it is Ablin Salazar, I think is her full name. She doesn't really post as much on YouTube. She posts more on TikTok. But I love her as well. Yeah, they are my favourite content creators. Mm, I've kind of talked about podcasts in previous episodes. But Emma Chamberlain's podcast, she actually posted a new YouTube video the other day. I was going to include her in my favourite YouTubers, but she kind of doesn't post. But then, yeah, she did the other day. So, love her. Love her podcast. And then the Bookmarked pod, which is Sarah and Destiny's. And then Growing With A Floor, which is Nana's. Again, like I said, I'm very much, I'm a loyal subscriber and a loyal follower. If someone does something on one platform 
and then carries it over to others I will go with them I'm gonna follow them across <laughs> so my favorites are very like consistent across all platforms I would say anyway I think that is it oh no wait we'll talk about some current favorites I don't really have many kind of like beauty current faves I've been loving the hair syrup hair oils I am in my kind of like healing healthy girl era or trying to be anyway I've recently dyed my hair brown and I'm trying to grow it because I want hair down to my ass. I want really long hair, really thick hair. I do have naturally quite like dry and frizzy hair because it did used to be curly, but the bleach has kind of ruined that. So I'm just trying to get it back to being full thickness, full health. And I feel like they, like those oils are kind of helping. I use, I'm not sure which one it's called, but it's one of the hair syrup ones. And then I also use a rosemary oil as well like on wash day, slap them in my hair and leave it for a good few hours. I don't have a favourite shampoo and conditioner, so if anybody has any good recommendations, please do let me know, because I am on the hunt for a good one. Another beauty favourite, I have actually just started, um, I think it's called Skin and Me, it's kind of like a subscription service, because I have really always, well not always, in the last few years I've really struggled with my skin. I've been to the doctors like countless times, I've been referred to a dermatologist, I've been on multiple different medications to help with my skin. Some of them have helped but it's kind of got to a point now where, this is again another side note, but they had me on antibiotics that you're only supposed to take for three months for two whole years. Just let that sink in a moment. I remember I called up and I was like yeah, I've kind of been on these for a long time but since then my skin has kind of just like stopped like it isn't getting any better and he was the doctor was like yeah well we'd only recommend you go on them for three months like six months max I was like um honey I've been on them for two whole years but yeah the whole skin thing is like an actual issue and we do need to kind of get it sorted but yeah, I've been starting this skin and meat subscription service and I've only been doing it for about a month. So I don't want to like speak on it properly because I don't know fully how it is, but I have been really enjoying it. I have actually like renewed it for this month because my first one was like almost like a free trial. So I have tried it again for this one. So I'm excited to see how my skin looks and how my skin feels and everything. Oh, I love the, is it Gizu? Gizu... I think like the honey, it's by Negan, it's Negan's brand, she's an influencer. I love their lip oil, that is an all-time fave. And then favourite perfume at the minute is actually the Billie Eilish one. I just love that so, so much. I am a vanilla kind of perfume gal over like sweet and floral scents. I love like a musky, vanilla, spicy kind of smell. And hers just hits all the spots. So again, if you have any perfume recommendations that are like vanilla, please do let me know because I need to add more to my list. Okay guys, I think I'm going to end this here because I could probably just keep on talking for hours and hours and hours about random things, but none of you probably want to hear that. I've probably talked enough already. I know that when I listen to this back, I will have forgotten to add things in and there are probably categories that I forgot and answers that I forgot to mention. But it's just going to have to do for now. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please do stay up to date by following us on Instagram. I do post updates on there, question boxes, get your opinions on things to include in episodes. So make sure you follow us. But thank you so much for listening and hopefully I will see you in next week's episode. Bye!